Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 171, looking at Ecclesiastes 6 and 7, 2 Corinthians 10, and then Psalm 72. First, we head into the book of Ecclesiastes, and I really like how Warren Wearsby splits chapter 6. He states that there are three things here. Accept what you have, enjoy what you have, and enjoy what you have today. In essence, Solomon writes that there is no point in putting things aside for the rainy day or saving thousands upon thousands upon thousands to enjoy retirement when you're not even promised tomorrow. Sure, we can argue what is prudent, but Solomon is arguing what is guaranteed. Essentially, nothing is guaranteed for tomorrow, so live for today. There's a balance to strike, clearly, as we see in chapter 7. We need to be continually seeking the wisdom of God and seeking to understand what he has for us. Yet at the same time, we are to joyously live in the moment, trusting that God has tomorrow. Because if it comes tomorrow and we are there, God has it under his control. I wonder what the church would look like if it truly lived in the moment. I wonder, would it be more generous? Would it be bolder? Would it be a happier place to be? More than that, I wonder what you would be like if you lived in the moment, wisely seeking God and at the same time living in the joy of knowing that he is in control. Do we need to live in the moment, as Solomon declares here, and understand that Jesus will truly bless us when we do so? Certainly something we do need to ponder. Let's head into 2 Corinthians. Paul is known for his strong and bold and theologically heavy letters. The question amongst many was why he was so bold and showed such high authority in his letters when in person he seems meek and mild. The challenge is that if Paul is to write in such a way, then surely he should live in such a way. Now his defence to such an accusation is concrete. Paul writes bold and lives bold. What he writes, he lives. There's an integrity to his work, whether it is a written letter or an in-person ministry, Paul is a servant of Christ, speaking truth and the gospel to all those he can. When you take a step back, people to this day still struggle with the letters of Paul. They still find them hard to accept and still think he is speaking boldly, almost too boldly. Yet the truth still stands. Paul lived it, he breathed it, and his letters are not just a reflection of theological knowledge, but they're an example of how he himself lives. He boasts in the Lord, for it's through the Lord that all of this is possible. It's in the name of Jesus that Paul can live and speak so boldly. When it comes to the church today, do we act as we speak and as we write, say, on social media? Are we the same in our actions, in our words, and what we type online? The defence of Paul was that no matter where you look, you will see the same man, a gospel-focused servant of Jesus. So what about us? If we looked at several aspects of our life, would we see Jesus in each and every element? Certainly a challenge for us all, I believe, today. Finally, we have Psalm 72. Solomon sought the blessing of the Lord on his reign as king. I think it's interesting to note verse 18 and the wondrous things in life coming only from God. For Solomon to have a long and successful reign as king, he would need the Lord to be with him. His success was dependent on his faithfulness to the Lord and the Lord responding in faithfulness. The reason I think this is interesting is that we often go to the Lord when we have things that are tough, asking the Lord to help. Yet when we see an answered prayer, how often do we return to the Lord and praise his name? 
You see, we're really good at asking the Lord for things, but we're not as good at recognizing that answer prayer deserves praise to the Lord, for the wondrous things come from Him alone. Today, what do you need to praise God for? What in your life is truly wonderful? Thank God for each and every one of those things. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed thank you for all of the wonderful things in our lives. We thank you first and foremost for Jesus Christ who has saved us from our sin. Father, we pray that as we live out our lives in action, in thought, in speech, even on the things we write on social media, Father, we pray that we would reflect the Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Saviour through the wondrous gift that you have given Father, we pray that we would live in the moment, trusting you, that you have all things under control and knowing that we are in step with the will of the Father, not in our own personal desires of what the future may hold. So, Father, we pray this, knowing you've heard us and knowing you will answer. In your name. Amen.